there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 en español.com. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. So today on He Said, Ella Dijo, we have a really scary... No, I'm just kidding. Scary. It's, it's No, because, you know, it's, 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 the, it's the time of the year, it's Halloween and, and Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos. So we only thought it was appropriate to bring you guys... Um, we talked about her before, Rebecca. This is the medium, the medium Rebecca Fearing, that, that I used, which I've, again, not something that we've talked about this in the past, not something that I normally would do, but because of this one right here, my wife, she got me talking to psychics and meeting mediums, and you know, some have been strikeouts, but Rebecca- I just wanted to expand your world and knowledge about the spiritual realm. Rebecca was, was a home run. She, she was. was. I don't do it anymore, guys. And now he's the dad. one that goes to psychics and meetings. In direct contact with my dad, gave me some amazing closure. So I hope you listeners enjoy what she has to say. I'm very curious to know what she has to say because we get to ask some real stuff. You know, not just I have a one hour with her about what I want to know. This what is if about she starts, what's what if it she like. starts uh, giving us a reading right here and talking about he said ella dijo's future and things like that. Oh my god! And about your career. Will how, we survive? How one day you're going to be our Brad marriage. Pitt. Our marriage. Brad Pitt. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Well, let's bring her in. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, let's welcome okay. Rebecca Fearing. Yes. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. 
Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Rebecca, hello. Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm doing great. I am yes. so excited that you are on our podcast. And not just for, I mean, we talked about you a lot on, a, on the previous podcast and my experience of speaking with you. Um, and my wife was blown away. I recorded the, you know, our conversations. My mom heard them. Um, you're just incredible at what you do. You're a medium. Let's start yes. just so our listeners understand. I mean, you're also a, a psychic in, in a way as well. But let's talk yes. about what, what it is to be a medium. What does a medium do? Can you just explain that to the listeners so they have a clean interpretation from you? Yes. Um, a medium is someone who can communicate with people that are passed over on the other side. Um, when people have lost their loved ones, they call me to communicate with them. They even call me sometimes for their pets because the pets become like their fur babies. So I communicate with pets also. I'm not a pet psychic, but I can communicate with the pets. So, um, and you know, it, it could be a wide variety of people. They don't have to have just recently passed. It could be ancestors that come through too. So it really is interesting who will show up. I'm very detailed. I get names and locations. I start off some of my phone readings now, since I don't have an office during the pandemic, but I, I will start some of my phone readings off by reading the colors of a person's aura and energy. And that really works also. But the people that come through as, as wanting to communicate through a light blue light, when I see in a person's aura that they have that, then I realize that they have someone here that wants mm. to communicate with them. Now, what is wait, the difference? Wait, to, totally off topic. Do either of us have a light going on right now? We don't have to go into it, but I'm just curious <laughs> if you see it. Oh my God. 
<laughs> yeah. So a light blue light will come through um, when we, you know, when we are communicating from the other side. And sometimes um, people will actually see it also. So, huh. you know, wow. that's good. Um, I, have, I have two questions, uh, Rebecca. So you can be, for example, you go to the supermarket or to the bank and you're doing the line. Will people just manifest to you? Like, for example, we say, you know what, I'm, there's somebody in front of you that I have a message for that person. Is it that? Yes, sometimes. Absolutely. But then I have to decide whether that person's going to be open to me or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I don't want them freaking out or saying you're a crazy lady. But have you done it? Have you done it that you actually go, oh, listen, yeah. Sarah, I have this message. I'm sorry if you don't believe and, and, you, and you, you actually talk to the person. Yes. Yes. Waitresses wow. that are waiting on me. I, I'll get things on them or, but, you know, I could be, um, facialist. I get a lot on the facialist. So every time I go get in my, in my facial now, they, they want to get me because they know that if they come in, I'm going to give them a little mini reading. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's interesting. But when that's you tell people that, that seem to be receptive, do you just like their jaw drops and they're in tears or they're in shock? Because it, Yeah, that's what I, I've got to be careful because then they start crying, not because I'm scaring them because tears of joy. And then I got to make sure they'll finish my, uh, you know, my facial properly. <laughs> or my nails. Have you, have you ever had an experience of somebody saying, I don't believe in that? Please don't you talk to me. And this whole time, over 30 years of doing readings, only one time. Wow. Really? And the guy yeah. was a real, like, a-hole. <laughs> <laughs> so that explains it all. <laughs> At what age did it first set into you, or did you feel like, I'm different? This is a little weird. I Somebody's trying to talk to me, you know, or the experience of it all, I'm assuming. Like, someone's trying to talk to me. I don't know who that person is. What age were you when you realized you had this gift? I think that I was really young, probably three but I would have that young, you know, see people from the other side. I was always really scared of the dark. So I didn't sleep in the dark for a long, long time until I was an adult. And then I really realized what I was doing and I wasn't fearful anymore. Mm. Um, I never expected to be a psychic in a million years. This isn't a profession that I consciously choose. Yeah. Uh, when I was 19, I was uh, working at Universal Studios in the mailroom. And I was getting a lot of attention and, um, and I knew Mr. Wasserman and Jewel Stein. And, and then I studied for just a little bit with Lee Strausberg when he was alive. Mm. And then God said to me, Rebecca, uh, you'll be a washed up movie star when you're 50. I'll put you back in the media when you're 50. And so guess what? I quit. And they were calling my mom. Where is she? She has potential. You know, we want her to come back. And my mom said, I can't force her to come back. She's not going to come back. And so I did everything you can imagine. I delivered wedding cakes. I, you know, jack of all trades. And then people would come up to me, strangers, and they'd say, hey, lady, did you know that you're so psychic? And one day you're going to be a well-known psychic and healer. And I would say, I would start laughing. I go, I would never, ever do that. But I didn't know how they knew that I was psychic. And I've always been psychic. My friends that know me that would sleep over my house. We would have a lot of paranormal activity or mm -hmm. I knew things about people, you know, just, I knew things about people. So how do you think they knew that you knew? I don't know. The other ones, I don't know. That was random. Well, wow. When did you officially like it clicked that you're like, wow, I have well, a, like a spirit speaking to me. Okay. It was a, a tragic event. Although I was a miraculous event at the same time, I was going to go out to this club 
I think it was Tampa and Van Owen in the San Fernando Valley. And I had a dream uh, that morning with a big crow that had a, like a death cap on. And I heard, don't go out. Don't go out tonight. It's not safe. And then I woke up thinking, okay, I'm just, that's foolish. So then I called my friend Denise, who's a lifelong friend. And I said, hey, do you think I should go out tonight? You know, I had this weird dream. And she goes, you know how you are, Rebecca? You probably shouldn't go. So I went anyway. I was determined to go. And I was crossing the street and I got hit by a speeding car. And um, I wrecked the guy's whole car with my body, smashed the front end and broke the windshield. I basically almost tore off the side mirror and I um, flew in the air and my shoes flew off and I had landed, you know, sitting in the middle of Van Owen street, which is busy. So I don't know how I didn't get hit by another car. And I had uh, literally a scratch on my toe. Oh, wow. My God. And then that's the day I said, you know what? I I need to start listening to this. I could have been killed. Oh, so really, even though I I acknowledged it, I didn't really acknowledge it. But my friend Carrie, she always encouraged me to use my psychic ability. But of course, I wasn't. I didn't. And then I did start acknowledging it at that when that happened to me. And now there's a difference, though, from being psychic and then also speaking to a medium. Spirit, what is the difference? Right. What What is that? Yes. Yes. I'm a clairvoyant. I'm a visionary, and I'm a clairaudient. I hear messages, so I might be able to describe what the inside of your house looks like, or what your loved ones look like on the other side. Um, I might be able to tell you about your hair color that you just changed today. I had a lady today, and I said, "Your husband comes from all the way on the other side, and he told me that your hair looks." beautiful baby. <laughs> and she was, Oh my God, I just did it. Oh my <laughs> so, God, wow. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it just depends. I've had physical things happen. I remember this one girl, her, her mother had died and she didn't have any faith and she was really upset. We were in some coffee shop, I think in Tennessee. And I said, I'm going to prove to you that there's life after death and there's guardian angels. And if I'm right, the coffee cup will pick up and slam back down on the table. And it did exactly that. Wow. Yes. So physical things have happened. I also have a lot of communication that comes through um, electronics, telephones. So I tell people that um, heaven has technology. Why wouldn't it? So as a medium, I may get your loved one coming through the phone. And I have this client. She called me. I knew her husband. His name was Bruce and his friend Tom. And I was doing a phone reading for her. And they actually came right through the phone and talked to me as if I'm talking to you guys. And I didn't know she was uh, taping the session. Thank God she did. Because guess what, you guys? She caught it on her audio. You could hear their voice? Yep. She shows people, my husband talking to me, she says, is on the other side and listen to this. And she hears him talking to her. And do you know what comfort that gives her? Oh, my God. I have so many questions. Let me ask you something. So when people... Oh my God, I have so many questions, Rebecca. I can't even think straight. Okay. So when people, the people that you can tap into, right, and communicate, right, are, are they floating in some, some kind of limbo or that have they transitioned all the way up? Like how many levels? Once you die, you, you just saw your spirit goes up and I guess some people stay in the earth realm and then some people can actually transition to like, let's say the presence of God. Like where are they? Yes. You know what I find that when people haven't fully transitioned yet 
is there not a ghost? A ghost is somebody who's stuck. Okay. That's a whole nother subject. Okay. okay? Never want to be a ghost. You never want to be you a ghost. You don't want to be a ghost. No. Okay. You want, you want to be a spirit. Okay. okay. Yeah. So what happens is I find that people really transition after they have their celebration of life or a memorial service. I always tell people, even if you don't do something elaborate, do something. Acknowledge mm-hmm. the the person's passing. And then I see them that they'll they usually leave after that. And then they go into what I call heaven. And then when they come to visit, they're multidimensionals. That means they can come back and forth. And like I see them in regular clothes. I describe what they're wearing. It's not like floating around as, as a ghost. A ghost is someone who's unfinished business. Something tragic happened. Sometimes they don't even know they're dead. That's where I come in too. Oh my I'll goodness. have to tell them that they've died. Well, it's interesting, Rebecca, we talked about this with my dad, you know, because I had never have done an official um service or yeah. anything for him yeah, and should. it was kind of a weird situation because it was all during the pandemic and um you know a lot of his closest closest friends had passed and i'm not even very close or friendly with any of his friends that were really alive um and it's a weird thing because like setting it up i don't even know where to start i don't even know what i would do he has one living brother and he kind of is like i'm not gonna go with covid like you know what i mean a lot of people are hesitant well it's the other thing is this is that you can if you want to do a celebration of life and it doesn't include other people, then you do something simple like eat his favorite food, put some of his pictures out. Um, believe it or not, that the gal that I talked to today, her father came through also along with her sister's husband and her father came through the phone. I heard him. So I'm hoping they caught that on their tape. And I said the father had a good voice and he liked to sing, right? Her father came through with the artist um, that was her father's favorite Persian singer. And mm-hmm. I heard his name physically through the phone. So I said, you need to play your father's music. He'll be there with the family on Thanksgiving because they were all going to get together and, um, and make a couple of his favorite dishes because they didn't just do like turkey. They did some traditional dishes. And so you can do it that way. You can um, do a celebration of life on your father's birthday. You can do it on the day he passed. You know, acknowledge something. It doesn't have to be including other people if they don't okay. want to be there. Okay. Well, That's I didn't know, know, like, even when I, when I buried him, I felt a huge, you know, I had his ashes and he wanted his ashes laid to rest next to my grandparents. And I remember when I did it finally, it took almost a year to do it. I know not a year, maybe like eight months. But when I did it, I do remember feeling like this huge burden or weight or energy shift just taken off of me that I needed this to happen. Yeah. Right. Um, and he doesn't have his headstone there. No, there was no headstones. He would just want to be buried in, in uh, Arrowhead next to my grandparents, um, ashes at a, a cabin that my uncle owns. And, um, there was no, it was almost like a secretive burial because they were not supposed to be burying people like in these, in the HOA. <laughs> like they don't want people being buried in the hills there and had to be like, yeah. a, it was like a weird, very quick, but I said a lot of prayer for him, and I felt like it was a moment with you him. Got it, you got him. You you walked back to the car very emotional. I remember yeah. I was with the kids waiting for you, and it felt like a huge energy shift yeah. within the family on that day. Right, and you, next time you go up there, you can you know do something for him too, you know. But it's um, I mean I know you did that, and so I think that's great. And then maybe on the day that he passed, I don't know where you'll be or what you'll be doing, but acknowledge it and do something on that day also. That'll be good. Okay. 
I have a question about animals um, because I think about this every single day because I have lost um, three and I have one that is very old that is going to leave. Unfortunately, at any moment, I'm hoping that she's going to finish the year with, with me. Let's see. But so you, you, you a hundred percent can guarantee, because a lot of people don't believe that dogs actually go to heaven, that their spirit. Oh no, hundred percent. You saw my dad with his dog. So a hundred percent, I'm 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 going to see my my dogs again. I'm going to see Mota. I'm going to see uh, Uzo. 100%. And Ugh. you know what? The good thing is, if you want them to come back, animals reincarnate. So you might see your dog in the same lifetime again. Oh my god! Because they have relatively short lives. Yeah. So they're recycled fairly quickly. You know, dog's life can be. At the most, what did they, maybe 18 years? I mean, yeah. I had a poodle for 25 years. Can I had, you believe that? Yeah. My yes, last I was 20. She yes. made it to 20. So yeah. 20, yes. So that dog can come back. Did you have ever, But unless I'm picking up on Eric, did you have a black dog, little black dog? She I did. had Jack. I had Jack. Yeah, I had Jack died. Um, he was black. He was black. He was a black cocker spaniel. Jack died of, of, of colon cancer. And I, that was one that I was not ready for because he died after he, surgery. He was only 13. So he was still young. I thought he's incredibly healthy. Got a colon cancer. I went through surgery, chemo, everything. Gave him maybe another year and a half of life. And then he came back with a vengeance, right? And then he, I, I was in denial. And I said, I'm not going to put him down because I don't do that. So let's do a surgery again and, and let's just try it again. And we go back to chemo again. And I'll never forget when he, when the next morning I, I even took him to the bed and I, I cried and I said, I'm going to see you tomorrow. Mommy's going to be here tomorrow. And then the next morning I went to the gym and I came back to the house and Eric was doing breakfast uh, for our daughter. She was very young. And I said, have you talked to the vet? Have you talked to Dr. Richter? What, how, how's Jack doing? And he looked at me and he was like, went like that, like, let's not talk about it right now. And oh my God, I collapsed because I knew something and there yeah he didn't wake up from surgery and to this day i was like i didn't get to say goodbye well you know what he is going to maybe want to come back oh. but he is definitely in doggy heaven and he you were the best for you know for baby mama that he could have had oh. and he's very lively and he's so funny i don't know if the dog smiled but i thought i saw like, your dog smiling he was <laughs> like we call him the dummy because he was kind of like 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 a dummy <laughs> Yeah, like, like a dummy. But like very loving and, and playful. So and loving. And it's interesting because I, I got him from my mom and he lived in Puerto Rico with my mom for maybe like a year. And then they came to visit me and they brought him and he was so unhappy. And I told my parents, he's staying with me. I don't know what's happening back home. He's staying with me. And that dog thrived, right? Mm. It, it was such a happy, dumbass, amazing little dog. Yeah, oh yeah my God. that's what I could see. The dog's really happy and playful. Oh. And um, so know that um, you did everything you could. And uh, the dog is safe. And the dog may come back without you even having to look for him. Oh, and wow. then um, if not, you will 100% the sense you will see all your animals come and get you. Oh, that's, wow. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Let, let they, me, well, I have one more question, please. I'm sorry. Okay, this is important yeah. to me. Um, what do you say about people? Like, for example, like born again, Christians, people that are very religious that they claim, they don't claim. It says that in the Bible, people shouldn't seek answers from psychics or mediums. Like if somebody says to you, this is, this, this goes against, the Bible, like, what is your answer to that? Do you believe this gift that you have comes from God? Oh yeah. I couldn't do this without the divine help. 
it is genetic. I'm genetically predisposed to be highly intuitive. Everybody has some amount of psychic ability. So it has really nothing to do with religion. It has to do with how you use it. You know, if I use it for, for evil purposes, which I don't, and I find most psychics don't, I've actually seen angels and they, their voices sound like music. Mm. I've seen Jesus three times, although I call him the hot Jew because he was never <laughs> Catholic as far as I know. Yeah. And, um, and I've actually had a conversation with God before. I didn't want to come back to earth. And I, under a little bit of a strange circumstances, I remembered the conversation and I told God and God had a very friendly, in my version of God, he had a, ma- a man's voice and it was very loving and kind and not booming and scary, but he was a little firm. He said, Rebecca, you're going to go back to earth. And I, he opened like, like a big opening and sort of like the sky or something. And I said, Oh God, I'm not going back down there. All they like to do is kill themselves and kill others. And I saw like a war zone. And, um, and then I kind of went back and forth with God. And then he had a better convincing argument than I did. And I agreed to come back. Wow. That was after the car accident? No, because you had no, no scape, scrape on you. It was a different, I had it after that car accident. So that I was a that. near-death experience. No, I was oh. awake when that happened. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, my God. I was actually in a mineral spring, springs up in, um, oh, I forgot where, Sycamore Mineral Springs when that happened to me. Hmm. Wow. And, um, and I was like, whoa, what was that all about? But then I realized that I had agreed to come here. And though I have a miraculous life, I've had some tragedy, you know, so I can't say that people say, oh, your life must be perfect. It's not. I'm in a human world. Things happen. People have free will. And I could tell a client, you know, like I had this one client, I said, don't go to Hawaii, postpone your trip. You're going to get in a terrible car accident. You won't die, but you're going to get pretty hurt. Just wait. You can go another time. And I told her she paid me good money and she went to Hawaii and got in a terrible car accident. Now she got pretty banged up and it was bad. And she came back and she said, I should have listened to you. You know, and it wasn't about me being the best psychic. It's just you come and my readings are not cheap and I'm here to help you and tell you and warn you. You know, I had another big tragedy. I almost became, I almost stopped being a psychic because of this. And um, I had a gal and I was getting a vision of a plane crash and I was thinking, is that her daughter? And and then she started saying, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Is my daughter going to die? Is my daughter going to die in a plane crash? And she started freaking out so bad that she actually stopped me from talking. And guess what? Her daughter died in a plane crash. Ooh. Oh, please don't tell me that. Yeah. Oh my that remi- God. Oh. I had to say to myself, I can't be responsible for everybody's karma decisions or what they've chose. You know, I learned though from that point on that I say what I see and I don't hold back. And then it's up to you whether you want to listen to me or not. So you can give people like, I don't, I don't want to say negative messages, but you can, if you're doing a reading and you see breast cancer, do you oh, tell oh, them? Oh yeah, I've had that before. You yeah, tell I've them. People's lives, I tell them. I say, go right away and um, go get your checkup. And, but I say it in a way where I don't scare them. How about adultery? They ask me, is my husband cheating? Oh my okay? God. Now I've seen it. And then, but you know what I do? I don't go, oh yes. Blah, 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 blah. So what do you I say? I them to their own answers. Give them hit, hints to find themselves. Okay. And I had one, the girl was like, 
She was literally like nine months pregnant. And she asked me if her husband was cheating on her. 100% I knew he was. He says, is that woman in the car? Did he cheat on her? And is that his baby? Another child? Is that his child? I knew it was. But I led her in a way to get her answers herself. They didn't get divorced. She didn't lose her child. And he admitted the truth. Hmm. And it actually worked out okay. Hmm. Yeah, there, you know, it reminds me of, have you seen this Netflix special called Surviving Death? Did you watch this by chance? Yeah. Your story that you reminded me of the, the girl on the plane crash, There was it's, it's a show you might find interesting. I don't know, it's like a docu-series and it talks about these people that have gifts like you and people that have had near-death experiences, all these different you know instances and types of people. But it, it um, one lady had a near-death experience on a kayaking trip and um, she went up and she had these conversations with loved ones and spirits and angels and all these things. And they ultimately said she saw her body dying and they ultimately said, it's not your time. You have to go back. And she went back, but she was given a message that her son was going to die when he turned, uh, I think it was 18 or something like around that age when he got older. And she was like, Oh my God, I'm never going to tell my son anything. I just got to, you know, it's going to be fine. And and try to just not think that it was ever going to happen. But she lived with this her whole life at that point for all these years. Right. Not her whole life. I'm sorry, but like for his whole life. And sure enough, um, one day her oldest son got hit by a car on a cross country uh, running trip and got hit by a car and died. And it was literally right at the age when they told her it was going to happen. Well, you know what I had now there's a flip side to that because I told my son, he was a musician at a very young age. And I said, Vincent, um, don't go home. Um, Don't take the freeway. Don't take the five freeway to take your girlfriend home because um, you're going to get hit by a drunk driver and you better not do it. I'll take her home. Let me take her home. And he didn't. And he had a concert that night and I went to that concert and I, I like followed him home. He came home and I was very insistent and he promised me he wouldn't do what I said not to do, but guess what? And then I made his friend go with him, with him and the girl. And I said, Dorian, you go with Vincent. I don't want him going on the five freeway guys don't do it and guess what my son got hit by a drunk driver in a terrible car accident and he calls me from the accident and I hear that the paramedics say they're going to take him to some hospital that wasn't a trauma hospital but I knew from his location that he should go to Holy Cross because they're a trauma hospital so I tell the paramedic my son has full insurance take him to Holy Cross Hospital. So they take him there and they drop him off in the front of the hospital instead of putting him on a gurney and getting him in to the emergency room, right? But because I knew it was going to happen and I knew he would have internal injuries, I knew to go over there. I go like a bat out of hell. I run in there and I yell at them, oh my God, my son has internal injuries. Why is he sitting in the waiting room? Get him in the back now. And guess what? They did it. And he did have internal injuries. Like I said, oh my wow. so he didn't die, but look at, he <sighs> defied me knowing who I am. Yeah. But mm. then I, and why would the parents just drop my kid off? That's that wasn't even normal. Right. And then, wow. but I knew enough to run over there, get him to Holy Cross and get in there and tell him what was wrong with my son. Hmm. Wow. But then I ended up talking to all these nurses and then I became 
like you said, was it random? And then I became very well known over there because of what I did to help others while he was there. (laughs) And I just had recently one of those nurses call me and that was, you know, my son, he was 18 and he's 29 now. So it was quite a long time ago, but Mm -hmm. I not only got there and probably saved him. I also helped others. Other people. Wow. Let me ask you this. Are there any rules? um, When, I mean, there's no school you can go to, to be a medium, right? You're not being told that you have to do X, Y, and Z, but have you over the years learned, are there any do's and don'ts when being a medium things you're not supposed to do or that break the rules of crossing over or whatever? There's rules about, especially about adultery, because you don't want your client going home and killing their spouse. If you're not accurate, you know what I mean? So you have to be, your verbiage is extremely important to how you allow yourself to warn somebody they might have cancer or that they, they, they could be in danger, but they can avoid it. And you have to say it in a way where they won't get scared. So I've learned that that is extremely important. And then I was with another psychic and, um, and she, I just happened to go see her and she was, um, there's this gal sitting next to me and this psychic went up to her and wasn't, had no finesse, no compassion. He says, your brother's dead and blah, 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 and blah, 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 blah. And, and she started going hysterical in the, it was like a group of people. And of course I happened to be sitting next to her. So I said, wait, 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 wait. You know, I'm not trying to rain on her parade, but I'm a very well-known psychic also. And I don't think your brother's dead. And I knew that he was missing. I think he was missing a leg or something. I said, he's in Mexico, but he's not dead. And guess what? Her brother was alive. Wow. Well, I'm working on a missing person right now. And I'm working in something in a different country, but I don't say anybody's dead until I find the body. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. got to find the body. Because you've worked with law enforcement before too, right? Have you worked with law enforcement? Yes. Yes. And I do that pretty incognito because I don't want people to know that I'm always working on, if I'm working on those cases and I don't get paid for that. So Mm -hmm. I don't usually charge the person. I do believe that I'm entitled to a reward if I got the, if I got the reward the way they were supposed to, you know, Mm -hmm. which there's kind of funny business about that because sometimes they don't want to give it to a psychic. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, but you know, I have, um, I have found missing people. Uh, I've worked with a group of psychics, um, on, you know, Dr. Drew Pinsky's wife, Susan Pinsky had a show called, um, I think it was called shouting out Mm -hmm. and myself and a couple other psychics worked on a missing person and we actually located her and we had the whole entire case and each one of us found a relevant they, you know, rel- something relevant to what yeah. happened to her. Hmm. And we, we did find her. They thought that she got abducted by a trucker. She was jogging and um, she didn't, she got murdered by somebody she knew. And oh I goodness. had one key point was I kept seeing like a dairy, like a, like a dairy. Well, it was something to do with a dairy farm. Huh. Mm. Rebecca, do you believe, do you believe in curses? Do you believe people have the ability to wish you know something what? bad on somebody and actually that to happen. I, I do believe there's some truth to, and I say this kind of loosely, but I've seen things with voodoo. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. Of course, 
but um, I think there is some truth to it. And especially once they, they get you in that fear mode, Mm -hmm. you know, then they've got you hooked. So, and you know, they do that one thing where they, cut the chicken's heads off and all that. Yeah. Well, she, she, my wife's Puerto Rican. So she's very versed in like knowing about Santeria and which is like a Caribbean voodoo, if you will. But that's something that she's, uh, her whole life uh, known about, been around. It's culturally kind of there in a sense. Um, and I didn't grow up with any of that. So I was kind of like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, no, it's real. I'm telling you people could put (laughs) curses on people. Um, had me starting to live in fear. No, I don't, it, I don't make you know it. You know what it is? It, it, I do believe it's real. And um, I have a client currently that I think that this guy's ex wife, I was like, you know, does she do something with like black arts or the dark arts? Or I don't know, does she do the other thing? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but the Santorita or whatever with the Santeria, chicken. Yeah. Santeria, yeah. Yeah. And then um, they found out it was right that mm. she was working with a man with this. And guess what? She had a chicken. Mm, there you go yes and so but the thing is if you can know that it's happening it's better and then once you can break you can actually break the spell or sometimes you have to go to somebody that knows how to do it but it's i don't think it's that common you know it, it's, it's interesting not like an evil eye they do rituals and stuff that i guess you manipulate energy yeah it's interesting because i did many years ago i did music and i remembered my first music video i went to the dominican republic uh to record this thing for three days and the, the, the song was incredible and I wanted to do something different and be daring and and, and I said you know what I just want to have like like a recreate like a Santeria cult only for artistic expression not because I knew anything about the world but my producer at the time that was producing my music was very much into Santeria and I love this guy this guy was very good to me he was a, a genius musician but I know he dealt with that world and I was like oh I'm so scared of that but you know what? You get caught up as an artist and I'm going, I want to do something really cool. It was so cool that I got nominated for a Latin Grammy because of that music video. I perform at the Latin Grammys because the video was incredibly powerful. But because I was surrounded myself with people that from that universe, you know, it's almost like energetically I absorb some yeah. stuff. And if I tell you the shit that I went through once I flew back to my home to Los Angeles, there was things happening to my body that were surreal that I was, I was like, I'm going to die. I think I'm going to die. And I remember calling my mom saying something is wrong with me. So I had to fly to Puerto Rico. I went to a pastor saying I'm experiencing all these crazy things and I don't know what's going on. And I did this as, as a laugh because I just wanted a video to look cool. And I had no idea that this is, this world exists and it's intense. And oh my God, he made me read a book and he said to me, listen, it exists. It's very powerful, but it's what, what you said at the very beginning. If you get caught up and if you feel like they're getting to you and if you allow your energy to open up, you're going to absorb yeah. all kinds of things. So if you say, I deny, I don't believe in it. I don't, it doesn't affect me. I'm protected. It's going to be, right. like, it's going to just bounce. It's not going to touch you, but you have to really, really meditate and understand that you need to believe in your heart. Nobody touches you. Right. Because you know? once you're engaged with that, it's hard to get rid of. Yeah. It's like, um, I've dealt with people that have what I call attachments from alcoholism or drug addiction, a lot with alcoholism where you actually see these, these unsettled, like people, spirits, ghosts, almost as you will, that still want to experience getting high and they attach 
to oh people. My God. And that's why they can drink so much and drink so much and drink you under the table. Have you ever experienced a, a drunken person that their eyes were actually turned black? No, no, but I have. <laughs> and then, you know, not to, no argue with them. Don't push the limits exit stage left if you can, because now they could be under possession. Oh now God. they're a blackout. Oh my goodness. Hmm. And That's so incredible. I've warned people about that. Sometimes you see that in bars, a lot of bars, a lot of these spirits just waiting around that get on top of somebody who's what I call a vulnerable. So you believe wow. that somebody can manifest an illness or a condition that doesn't yes. really belong to them, but is from an ancestor living yes. their lives through that person? Yes. That's called, sometimes it's like their lineage. So, you know, if, um, and you, and sometimes you have to be, the person has to be the spoke in the wheel that cuts that cord. How do you do that? Cuts that. How do you from do that? Happening. Um, you have to identify who maybe the person was in the family that had this was it grandmother, great grandmother. Like, you know, you see people that can never get happy with marriage constantly and everybody's getting divorced. There's no, you know, and it's, it always happens. So. There's got to be that one person in the family that cuts it and stops it. Hmm. And it's possible to do. You just kind of kind of have to identify it and then you have to work it away from you. Wow. Rebecca, this has been fascinating. Oh I could literally goodness. talk to you for hours. I, I, know. I know you don't have hours to spend with us, but I could talk to you <laughs> and talk to you and talk to you. Thank you so much for yes. being here with us. And if our listeners want to reach out to you, I mean, RebeccaFearing.com, right? Yes, RebeccaFearing.com, or they can call 818-853-1123. And, um, you know, what the thing is, ha using and having psychic ability is a benefit. It's a tool. It can help you. It can save your life. If you have a dream where you have a premonition about somebody, don't be afraid to tell them. Um, what is predicted is preventable. Mm. And um, we're very complicated creatures, right? And we don't come here alone. We do have guardian angels and we do have spirit guides. And all the things I talk about that I've seen with my own eyes, maybe I'll do another, I'll come on again. And um, we'll talk about how the universe is really a dual dimension. And I've seen that with my own eyes too. I've seen angels. Like I said, when somebody says, oh, you don't believe in God, I go, yeah, I have no choice because I've seen God. And I've talked to Jesus and he protected me three times mm. or I wouldn't be here now. So mm. you know what? It isn't about being psychic. It's what you do with it. You could be any profession and do something bad with it. Right. Yeah. No, very true. And so I tell people, use your intuition, learn to acknowledge it. Um, and, you know, and have some, you know, good thoughts about it. Have some fun with it. You know, uh, did I have to get used to seeing ghosts? Yes. Have I? seen some things that you really never would want to see <laughs> probably mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. but for the most part i would say it's a blessing not a curse right well that's amazing thank you so much for yeah. spending time with us this was so it's pretty incredible yeah i would love to do it again definitely <laughs> and, I, okay. and, and, I'll, and i'll be calling you again myself too because i had a great <laughs> session with you so <laughs> it was incredible all right thank you you guys for having me bye, bye, -bye. and i'll talk to you soon take care yes. bye bye, -bye. bye, -bye. <laughs> There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Okay, Eric Winter, my mind is, I have exploded in so many pieces. And I was scared to do this episode because, as you know, I, I love this psychic thing and I've done it since I'm very, very young in Puerto Rico. And then I stopped doing it because my mom is a, my mom is a born again Christian. So she doesn't believe in any of it. But then I have experienced so many, as you know, like cuckoo things in my life. And I have this like love hate relationship with this whole thing. But one, one thing I know is that it's undeniable that some people do have the ability. There's a lot of fa false prophets out there, mm -hmm. but there are some people that do have this ability or the, this gift or, how, or whatever you want to call it. And it's in, And I got so many questions answered, and I'm so happy that I'm going to get to see Mota, Uzo, Jack, Maraca, Nato. Maraca, Maraca, you can see as soon as we go uh, home. She's no, still meaning alive. that when, when, when she's not with me anymore, <laughs> I'm going to get to meet her. Don't, don't make I'm fun of freaking Maraca. Maraca's at home, running, walking into things. Um, she's like a ghost, running into the wall. Rude. But the, uh, no, listen, I experienced Rebecca firsthand, and um, it was one of the most powerful readings I've ever had. And I listen, I never believed in any of this stuff until I met you. And that's, a, you know, pretty crazy. Uh, I never had one reading done in my life until you. You did it really? Never. I would never, ever even think about doing it. I know. Like, I, like, no, I, like, no, I don't I. do it. And he does it. That's what's and funny. I don't do them anymore. And he's like, oh, I, I got need to one because of a mutual friend of ours told me I needed it to, to call her a year after my dad's death. That was a specific instruction I was given. And I listened to him and it was, uh, 
one of the most amazing, amazing readings ever because I know I got to have closure with my dad. So it was. It was and bad. now you know that you have to do some kind of ceremony to celebrate his life so he can transition. He's definitely going to do something on the anniversary yeah, uh, of And he, anniversary wanted, and he wanted you guys to do something. That's what's incredible. Yeah, I'll do something, whether it's just with me or you know whatever yeah. the case is, but I'm going to celebrate mm -hmm. it for sure. Anyways, this was amazing, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you. Subscribe to He Said Ella Vijo on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.